יופי. by Dalia Orlev um, and by Mary Minasi Sassen and by Ira Brown and to the weekly sponsorship this week by Chana Sarah Zeller in memory of Chana Sarah's husband Reb David Zeller Olava Shalom Yedid Nafshi Hamatok Vayakar Esther and Shalom Parnas with gratitude to Hashem for the Parnas' family's birthdays this week Eva and Josh Gancher in honor of their 20th wedding anniversary Mazdov 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 Chaim Baruch HaTor Adonai Elohinu Melech Alam Sheakom Amen I was testing, I was testing all the I don't even, I don't even want this, I just want to see if you're listening to the daily Allah of it. I was going to ask, uh, you were saying about Amen, if it counts, uh, to, if you give somebody a bracha, like Arishas Yambem, I always like to see if they'll say, oh, thank you. <laughs> One guy came up here, who was it? Oh, this this mysterious Kabbalistic bus driver that came up, that, dro- that drove this Hevra on uh, Yom Atzma'ut, to mm-hmm. daven with us, right? Yeah. To tell a story about him. Yeah. So he gave me he, he, he gave me all these brachas, because after I heard a little bit about him, he, I, I put my head down in front of him, I said, no, Tene Bracha, he gives me all these brachas, brachas. And I said, um, Amen. And then he looks at me, he says, no. I said, what? He's like, Tatsakh Lagid V'chein Lemar. Meaning, and, and so should be your lot too. Oh. <laughs> but he was being, no, he was being, he was being very tummy. It was beautiful. It wasn't, uh, <laughs> I wasn't trying to be a chokhmolog or anything. It was, it was nice. Like yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> All right, dearest brothers, where are we? Wow, what a peric. We began the eighth chapter in Achshat Avrichim on Monday. We're on Daf um, Tzadik Aleph. Daf Tzadik Aleph in Achshat Avrichim. Perek Chet. What we began doing last week was uh, we were speaking a lot about using uh, uh, the, the, meth, the, the method that he was using, the famous methodology of uh, imagery of your, of your funeral, uh, of your, not your funeral, but here just, yes, the day of your death, to kind of give you a shock and a, a jolt to your system and say, hey, you know, you're not here forever. You better as well, you know, you got to get, yeah. get it together. That you got it together, huh? Um, so he says, and then the last thing we saw over there was, um, and the last thing he was saying over here was that 
the greatest thing is to actually not do that while you're suffering. It's actually to do that when things are more relatively, you know, smooth in life. Choose a day like that to go into the place of like, you know, shock. Like, I'll share with you guys. I'm, I'm gonna, every year around my birthday, my, my birthday's coming up soon, I always get this need to sit down and write and just review the year. I mean, I used to write all the, when I was younger, I kept diaries for years. I kept diaries probably from the age of nine till like, like 23 like pretty religiously I don't remember I, I actually don't remember then then oh then I what I would do is I would then uh, then I realized those the years after when I noticed when there's write it when I have like you know daily some write-ups it was always I read the first line and I said oh I'm on the plane it must be that life got this and that this a mother came into life this this whole digital world so I think that like mm. later in life I was finding more more of this breathing space that on planes. But now like I don't want to you know I don't want this to be like a last second thing. So I was thinking that I want to actually start writing when I'm actually in a really happy like a really calm and happy place. I don't want to start writing when I'm feeling the stress and the tension and the pressure. I don't want it to be that. Like I want it. I'm the chavana. I'm delaying. Like I'm uh, or that I just. I'm not, I can't wait for it to things for things to be perfect, but it's got to be more that the general place that I'm in is like. If you ask me, what's your inner sound? You know, what's what, what what's the soundtrack of the day? I'm not choosing like uh, I don't know. Uh, Armageddon. Huh? Armageddon. Armageddon. I'm I'm choosing more like a nice James Taylor happy song, like uh, uh, how sweet it is to be loved by you know. <laughs> that's the soundtrack, as opposed to like uh, the Unforgiven. You know, I have so to. Maybe that's easy. All you have to do is always be besimcha. Which is which is which is very easy. Okay. It's just an easy thing, right? It's just be besimcha, right? I met a friend now. He has a he's starting a, a whole movement called LBB. LBB, let's be besimcha. Wow. When he says it, every time he says it, it's like yeah, like choice. Let's be besimcha. So today, what we're going to see, we're going to go and have a little bit of a of a. A little bit of a nana chazara, but he's going to continue the last thing we learned, but then he's going to go into the heart of a person that's really dealing with these things. Gam hitpashtut machshavazo. Do you see this on the second paragraph on the page? And tzadik aleph. Gam hitpashtut machshavazo tiye kefish ita v'asfarim akdoshim, v'gam lefish shleinu b'fo'al v'Hashem ishmena mikola v'yarich yamenu shnotenu shel kol Yisrael bichlal uvefrat. If if I strengthen my mind like this. With all the things he's given us, with all the tactics, hacks, and advice that he's given us, in Yarich Yameno, our days will be longer of all of Am Yisrael. Kiloma says Shavra lifnei alfei shanim kitziat mitzrayim bedomea anu baim atal letzayel efanenu. We're not only trying to do that in that illustration stuff and the visualization of things that happened thousands of years ago, like kitzias mitzrayim. We got to do that, like he says here. And it can't be over something that only... We can't use an illustration of something that only a few of us go through. But others don't have to go through. And we hope, maybe, okay, we won't have to go through something so harsh in life. Like, like whatever the example is. The Gemara already says in Masech de Barachas, Sof Adam Lamut. 
the reality is, like we said a few days ago, we all share a common end. <laughs> we all share the way things are going to end in hopefully a peaceful and holy and complete way. And what is that? We're going to be Ezrat Hashem. I'm not going to all the different chilukim, what that means, by according to who. But every person, no one can escape the end of what will happen to them. No one has been able to escape. No one will, besides really one person. Ilya. Ilya Anovi, yeah, which is whole secret, right? No one's really going to escape this. And me when I realized that, because when I, when I realized that, then I realized I don't understand myself. He doesn't understand how he'll let himself follow his lust to do things just to fill his, his, his satiate his, his, uh, his lust. He doesn't understand how he could do that. What does a person know for certainty, for certainty, for certainty? Tax and taxes. Huh? Death and taxes. Tax and taxes. <laughs> he knows that when you think about life, and I actually thought about this for a second this morning, because I just had a little bit of a, of a, I don't want to open my mouth, but I had a little bit of a, thinking about the gematria of Amalek, which is Masach Nasa, you know that? Do you know that? I did not. Chaim yeah, David told me that years ago. <laughs> income tax. Income tax in Hebrew is the same gematria as Amalek. Really? Yeah. Wow. Oh, he said tax and death. I'm thinking, you know. Oh, you leave. So what's, what, I, I can look outside and I see that there's a sun, like this morning, on oh, my Nachman. I told you, chassid of, not, not, not Nate's, the pre-Nate's show, right? The pre-Nate show, like... He wants you to take over that Oh, I thought you were going to say, he wants you to stay up for the Game 7s of games that you don't really care about. <laughs> He's up, right? So we're seeing the sun, right? So I'm looking at that. First of all, today was... Oh, my God. Today was something else. Today was something else. It was really... Don't feel guilty if you didn't... If you're not Feel happy. But there was something about it today, right? Now, he's saying over here, I know that that's beautiful. I see the sun rose. I know for more certainty that I'm not going to be alive forever than the fact that I could say the sun rose this morning. Now, if I know that for certainty, he's saying, then, then, then what's going on with us? Then, 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 what, what, then what's up with us? Then what's up with us? Right? So how could, I, how could I still treat life the way it is if I know, for, if I know certain things for certain? If I know for certain, let's go to the psyche of a person. Then how could I still act in, in certain ways which I know I'm going to have, you know, the day's going to come and it's going to be like... Because you don't know what that certainty is going to be like. But the Rebbe is saying there's a shlaf before that. You don't have to know what the certainty is going to be like, but you know that it is. It's Just like with a child. You love your child? Of course you do. What's the certainty of what he's going to be like? You don't know, but why do you love them? Because you know it. You know it in your heart that it's, you love them. To me, I look at that as the same way as a lot of people nowadays, unfortunately, look at Yeshiva. I don't know what it's like to have the Beit HaMikdash, so I can't mourn the Beit HaMikdash. I don't know what it's like to be dead, so I, I get it. I have an idea. Right, but, but the, there's one main difference, is that each person hopes and prays that they're going to see the Beit HaMikdash in their time. 
they don't know it. Each person knows they're going to die. That's the difference. You have to think about that. It's bonen That's the chalukah there. The shoneh. I may not be able to relate to it because I'm not there yet, but I know that will that is a given. I pray, I hope with all my heart and soul, I will have a Beit HaMikdash in my days. I'll do whatever I can. Hopefully, hopefully. But death is something in the Gemara says no one has ever escaped. So when I, that's very clear to me. Not in a freak me out kind of way. Just in the most realistic way of how I'm living my life. It's got to do something to me. And if it doesn't, I have to ask why. And that's what this parak is. It's really answering your question. How could it, like, I'm still able to go on with my life. How could that be? So he's going he's gonna to answer it in his own way. So he says over here, so he ends off again saying over here that if you're really, really um, vulnerable enough, I would say, I mean, that's probably the right word over here, vulnerable enough, if you're really open to going to this place of wanting to wake up for real, take into account not just the day of death, the few days before that he says over here are very yamim charidim me'od, and he says, of course, what happens to you the day after? Right? What happens to the day after? Now, again, this is not a, this is not a good way to live your life day in, day out, because you should be focused more on being alive than thinking about what's going to be with you when you're dead. But he's speaking here about the person that's trying to snap out of the slumber of life. That's what we're speaking about over here. But waking up and holding on to something to wake me up, to strengthen my thought, the way I think about things, to wake me up. Who doesn't want to be woken up? Look, the holiest, you know, the holiest. It's amazing how everything Kedusha, the other side comes in also, right? The other way. Like, how do you, like, what's the strongest movement in the world today? Woke. What? Woke. What's woke? Oh. Yeah. Ah, Baruch Hashem. Not in, mamash, not important. Oh, okay. yeah, like, <laughs> mamash. Okay. Pa'amim kvar chala. Pa'amim kvar chala. So a person gets a little bit sick. But then a person gets better. But he's in and out. He doesn't. Can't, he can't just. He can't rid of himself of this machala that he's going through. And, you know, it's not the worst thing in the world. So a person's calming himself down. But he's, he's like he's sunk into a swamp. A bitza is a swamp. You get you, you got one leg out of the swamp. You think you're about to come. Shilshom kvar utavlo. Few days, two days ago, the Israeli had been doing better. Harofei amar ki utavlo vegam hu yergish atzmo kol kach tov. Ad sheya batulach sheyom kvar yazovet mitato. He's starting to feel better. The doctor told him he's doing better. He's certain today's the day I'm going to get out of bed. 
והנה נדבקו בו שוב חדשות ויסולה ועוד נתגדלו. And he realizes, oh my God, my fever did not go down, whatever the equivalent is, and it's getting worse. זה שני לילות אשר מגודל יסולה ותדע שנתו ממנו, now it's two nights, he's starting to freak out. He can't sleep, he's like, what's wrong with me? Doctor said I was doing better, I felt I was doing better. What's wrong with me? שלא נדע. Did you ever go through a, a, a long process that had no diagnosis, or it had, a, it had, a, it had a misleading diagnosis, and you, you, you didn't know what was going on with you, and you got scared? It's one of the scariest things in the world, Hashem Ishmael, when you can't put the... You just had that. Recently, yeah. Yeah, earlier this year. Yeah. Not too long ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. But I didn't, I know, but I, uh, the weird thing is, I went through something crazier a few years ago, much crazy, like mamash this, that I didn't freak, uh, this didn't freak me out. I was just like, look, I don't, I, I can't figure out what's going on here. Um, but I think the test is to simply not freak out. It's not take more vitamins, go to a different doctor. That's not actually the test. Because I was under supervision. And it's just, I had, I had like fever for like nine days or something. It's nuts. But I did blood work and everything, so I was like, okay. But it's a very, sometimes people get, they sink into this, and it's, it's dreadful. It's scary. it's scary, right? Especially when one day you're, that's exactly what he said here. One day you one feel, day you feel good. good. One day you feel a lot good. Of had that right? Oh, yeah, yeah, all the time. 100%. Yeah. People felt better. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nachon, yeah. nachon. That was one of the main. Uh, uh, like mood killers of during the during the whole uh, 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 the whole episode. Zeshne lelot asher migodel yisurav tidash natomi meno for two nights he can't even sleep. V'kvar kol beitonit balbel hayom lo yom balel lo laila. I don't know what days. I don't know what night is. Zemi bnei beiton bitnanim bayom kevan sheyane orimo balaila. So one of his one of his people in his house is like snoozing through the day because he stayed up with this person that's sick. וזה בקושי גורר את רגליו העייפות, מפני שזמן רב עמד עליהן, למעך לו במקום שתקפו יסוליו. And another person in the house could barely keep their head up because they were standing over them, massaging them, בוקר טוב, massaging them, the whole time this person was in pain. ולסבב אותו מצד זה לצד זה. Basically just, he's kept the whole house up with him. ליבו כבר יודע את מרת נפשו, ובקרבו כבר באה איזו הרגשה, כי בא קיצו. And inside of him, he's starting to feel, uh-oh, it's about to come. Doomsday. And a person is completely shaken up to the highest degree from this sense of being completely not in control of what they're feeling. And not only that, one day good, one day bad. Two days good, one day bad. Meshaget asechen. Messes with our mind completely. Mamash. Or a denial of everything that you thought was known. Like things you were holding on to. And you're like, no, nah, that's actually not happening. So a person knows, look, I'm not here forever. Even though now your heart's telling you, okay, that statement you said that I'm not here forever, that's happening. כל גופו מפרכס. How do you say that in English? מפרכס. Like a seizure. Yeah, uh, shake, yeah. 
the body begins to shake like when someone goes through a seizure. And if you've ever seen that, it's a very, it's a very scary thing. Now listen to these words the Piyasetz Nerebbe says. Listen to every word he says, but this line is very key. How large is the distance between the fact that I know that I'm not going to be alive forever and actually dying? So I know something. What role does that knowledge play in my actual uh, emotional, uh, you know, ma'arechet? Big, huge distance between the two. By the way, we could do this with a lot of different things. I know Hashem runs the world. Now, plug that into whatever it is that's bothering you today and realize <laughs> how great the distance is between something that I know to actually playing a role in my life. Huge. The Rebbe is pointing out. That's how that works. And even in this place, the person is trying to cool down this this crazy anxiety attack they're going through. He wants to throw it away, get it out of here. You see what he says in Yiddish? Nervous. Nervish. <laughs> That's what it says here, right? So the person is trying to shut down those, those bad thoughts and those fear of, of, of what seems to be the inevitable, which is true. It's inevitable in the bigger picture, but knowing that it's right now is a different story. And he's not able to just shut out. He's not able to shut it all out. Person's been through crazy afflictions over his life. So a person has been through afflictions, but they've been able to wrap their head around why they're going through what they're going through, get their act together, and hopefully move on. Even greater, and it could be even greater afflictions than what the person is going through now, at this stage in life. But he says, I can't grasp, I can't figure out why this is happening to me. I can't contain this in my mind. I never even knew such bitter and heavy and difficult afflictions even appear in the world. I can't tolerate it. You never, you never went, I mean, we could admit, like, it's just like, May as well make it a therapy session. Who hasn't, who hasn't been in a situation? <laughs> right now, as, I'm, as we're learning. I'm laughing, but I'm, I'm also like, crying. I'm also crying deep down inside because, you know, we've all been there. We've all been there. Where I, I, something so heavy comes down on me and I can't for the life of me figure out how to wrap my head around it and what I'm supposed to be doing with this. It doesn't all... Other things in life, I get that zets. Boom. You need to. We said it was time to go to cruise control, like lower yourself or whatever, or give more tzedakah. A friend of mine went through a, a horrible uh, uh, situation where Nachman Litzlan, for years, I think they couldn't have children, and he realized that his Indian was 
that he wasn't doing Achnasas Orachim with all the love that he could. Which is so deep, because that's really what bringing children into the world is. <laughs> and then he started like not just bringing in Orchim, but making them feel like gold. I was privileged to be one of them. And things turned around? Then they, then they had kids, and it was a later stage in life, and they started having children. Wow. So that's, you know, that's already a very big milo. A person can go through such an affliction like that and flip it around. To realize what it was. Bidiuk, that's, huge. That's the biggest... Here he's saying, I stay up at night, night after night, because I cannot wrap my head around this. this is, and, and that's what drives a person with sugar. Like when they can't make any sense of it whatsoever. And it also the fact that he gets better one day starts messing with the mind also. So maybe like, okay, maybe it's not such a big tickle I need to do. Maybe it was just like something. Back, forth, back, forth. That's the game. And, and it really was happening. You're right. It was happening a lot with, with, uh, with Corona, Mamash. That exact thing of I'm feeling you're good. Bad for two, three yeah. days, and you feel good. You feel and like you're, you're getting s- over it, and then a day later, you're worse than you were in the beginning. Like it was a few weeks ago. There was one day where I didn't have fever all day, and I got so I was like, "Wow, this is so good." And then I woke up shaking. I was like, "So did I feel good?" Right? I started doubting. Was that even considered feeling good? Right? And it, it, it drives us crazy. Okay, back inside, six lines in the bottom. After another night, another sleepless night, a person feels they're done, they're toast, their body is toast, their limbs, their, everything is broken. Basically, the death and the grave are basically containing him and his body. And he starts to understand that, yeah, this, end, this ending period in life, they already planned this out in Shemayim, and they're saying, Yala, get ready, that's what, you're, that's what you're about to experience. Okay? Banav... Next page, Tzad Gimel. A very optimistic piece today. Banav, Bnotav, Ishto, Margiimoto. His children are coming to the room trying to chill him out. His wife comes trying to calm him down. Endavar. Endavar, Otavri. Don't worry, you'll, you'll, you'll get out of this. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna get well. Otakum mitatcha. You're going you're gonna to get up from your bed one day. And this actually continues to, to pain him. Choshevu. Oh, how happy I would be if I actually believed that what this person just told me would actually happen. How sweet would it be? Oh, but we, what we still could have done together. Oh, what we still could have done together. The crazy thing is that how soon we forget right after we're better. Right? Sometimes you meet people, sometimes... That they mamish, it you know like something different. happened. How many people during the last pandemic had a hard time breathing? Right. And still right. take for granted. You know what I mean? Like I'm just. Better. Of course. Of course. How many people dreamed of coming to Eretz Yisrael when they didn't have it, and all they would do in Eretz Yisrael, then they come to Eretz Yisrael. And they may as well be living in Chicago. No, Chicago. 
Florida, whatever. Florida. Florida. Whatever. Your wife's from Florida. Where are you from? Yeah. New York. Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah. We're going to St. Louis. Look at this. How patient are we with our kids when we're abroad and they're at home, you know? All yeah. patient, but when I come home. Oh, yeah. Oh, if only I could do that. Yeah. Yeah. אוי, ומה מתוק היה, לו הייתה לי עוד תקווה, יודעים לכם, מה מתוקה התחברותכם עמדי, נעימיי, אבל לא ילכו הימים ואקרא מכם אל הקבר. I wish we had more time, but I'm going to be taken from you and thrown into the grave, והרימה והתולעה הם יהיו חבריי. But the, the worms and the... Uh, um, yeah, the... the <laughs> All that chavre, they're going to be my chavruses. Imahem avaleyamim velilot aden ketz. I'm there with them for eternity. Shabbatot, yim tovim, rak bahem avale. You're going to keep on having sukkahs, Hanukkah. I'm going to be with them with the worms and the maggots. Hen haneshama ola shamayma. Yes, the soul ascends above. Avalalo gam laguf yesh erech, but the body also has a certain value. Laadam yesh erech legufo. Person has a value for his body. Verov shnatav alav oved. And most of his life, he's working on that, satiating that. But the Torah also values the body. Think about it. Almost all mitzvahs we do involve the body. Every bracha involves the body. How so? It's my body that's speaking. Huh? Your mouth. Meaning, so there is a value to the body. Sure, sure, everything. Right. <coughs> so some will say, is your mind really your body, right? Right, whatever. <laughs> and also it has a value for that the actual body will, will come out of the grave. But how, how could I, why would I choose to stay in, how could I stay in this body, in this dark, um, ditch, yeah, and in wet land, soil. Basically, just describe his painting. He's painting such a gloomy picture of, of an inevitable outcome for, not everyone, the, meaning this way, but he's saying over here, you want to go to illustrations? You want to go to visualizations? Go here. Because this could happen to you. Could you would Yetzirah Mitzrayim, the way we described it, happen to you? Maybe yes, maybe no. This could happen to anyone. Because the end will happen to everyone, but the process of the days leading up to the end could be this way. For some people, there's a person I know that's very much a part of my life. For most of my life, he's 70, 70, 70. He's been living like this for more or less three years. Mamash like this. I get almost daily emails like this. Mamash, 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 mamash. Exactly this. He's, he's real sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Let's keep on. If we're already in the in the in the in the, in the like, let's let's keep on. Okay, let's just finish it off. <laughs> okay. I'm going to read it a little bit faster, okay? Everyone's coming, the people that love him coming, trying to chill him out. In the beginning, maybe their words are actually given. Okay. It's like, wow, I wish I could stay with you and how bitter it is for me what I see I'm about to do. Mayak, or what, what, what's about to happen to me. Mayakar v'kadosh hayali diyot imachem v'lishmoyat neginatchem v'etshiratchem l'ashem. I wish I could sit around you, family, sit around the Shabbos table, listen to the Zmiros we've been singing for years, hear how you sing to Hashem. Umakashir mar yeli lishka v'lishmoyat kirikurei ashlatsim v'zimzumei atolaim asher tachti usivotai itrachshu. And instead of hearing the Shabbos table's mirrors, I'm going to be hearing crickets and maggots' noises. Wow. The Rebbe had an imagination, huh? <laughs> Unbelievable, the Rebbe's imagination. If I'll be told that this would be my reality during the week, but on Shabbos and Yantiv, I'd have this ability to fly out of my grave and join you in your simcha, how much simcha that would bring me, right? Yeah. I'd wrap myself with your Torah and your tefillah. I'd, I'd hold on to your belts while you're dancing. Who knows if I'll ever merit that? Will I even even be granted any permission even to gaze at this from far? Or from between the um, oven to the stove? I guess that's uh, just like the tiny crap, right? I mean, that's what he's using. I think the, the wording he's using here. Just to glance at you at this moment of glory. Who knows? I'll it should be that you remember me like I remember you. To the extent that I'll be given permission to remember you. But who knows what they'll let me remember? It's just devastating to say goodbye. Okay, so now a person's like this. Now he's starting to do a cheshbon nefesh. He starts to do a cheshbon nefesh. When he was physically strong, and his yetzer would come and start to lehidgarotbo. It would start to, uh, what's the right word? Entice him. Thank you. As gam when he would start to look into doing a cheshbon nefesh and looking into how he's been, the yetzer would come and blind the person from being able to look at their own blemishes. See, that's that's what the yetzer does quite often. 
It doesn't allow us to look at what needs to be worked on. And if he did see some kind of blemish in his midst, he would, he would, uh, how do you say that? He would, yeah, he'd smooth it over so that it doesn't seem so bad. Remember things when we were younger, if we thought we did them, we, we thought we'd be the worst people in the world. But then we get older, we've done them so often that by now those things aren't even considered bad things anymore. No? Just me? Just me or the nervous like silence? Because, yeah. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> okay. Thanks, boys. <laughs> but now the person's about to die. His body's not strong. He's not even doing the work of trying to fix things. I'm not working now on, on suppressing evil inclinations and lusts. He's seeing everything as they are. And the hours and hours and hours of FAM Olympics. That's what a person sees. Osha, I told you why, I told you what I think is uh, Gehenom. I told you recently what I think Gehenom is going to be. Gehenom is going to be, they're going to make you watch yourself in live time, connect the amount of time that you were scrolling. So Gehenom is going to be, they're going to put you in some kind of a room, and they're going to be like, okay, this is what hell is. What, look at this person. And they're going to look at you, and in real time, you're going to have to spend the amount of hours that you actually did that in this world. Doesn't the Zohar say something similar? In the sense that they show you a picture of... Who you could have been. Who you, who this you is, were. This, you is just a, been this is just like a more detailed, yeah, of like what you were. <laughs> what you could have been, right, is... is משהו אחר. או שאכל ושתה ועשה שער דברי תאווה בהם. Meaning, whatever it is you were busy doing. And even, yeah, once in a while I would learn, I would daven, I'd do mitzvahs. People around him said, wow, he's coming to Minyan. Wow, he's put a yarmulke on. Wow, he looks like he has a job. He's getting his life together. But this person knows his own Only we know if those things people looked at and seemed like it was so glorious. Only we know if it was mamish, mamish, mamish for real. And that's how a person at the end of their life is looking back at all those moments with this like real, unfiltered, uncensored, clear as daylight vision at, at their life. Only a person knows, did you do that because you knew someone would think you're a gewalt? Or did you do those holy things because it was actually about HaKadosh Baruch and about your own neshama? So I once went into Rav Weinberger so many years ago and I said, I don't think it's possible to actually be a musician and be and ever the sham, unless you don't ever perform, do anything in public. <laughs> but that, but then you're not, you know. You know, like my dream was to be was to actually put out music and never ever have to perform it. Yeah, I was. I was discussing this with him. Like how, 
how could it be? It's machmas hametzias. It's and so I, I thought like, oh, and, and to be a rabbi is also like that. It's all about people think. And I realized now it's a very different thing. When you're a musician, people are coming up to you all the time saying you're 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 Maishu Rabbeinu. When you're a rav, people are constantly coming up to you and telling you you're Korach, you're, <laughs> you're everybody else. No one's coming to you. <laughs> no one's saying anything nice anymore. It's a different. <laughs> There's this expectation of like. You should be my, you know, not slave, but you should be, you know. A musician has the hearts, just heart stuff. It's just like, oh my God, wow, your nigunim has changed my life. No one comes up to a rav and, and says, wow. You must have changed my yeah, life. You're most, you know, your conduct or your, your whatever it is. And of course, the avodav, whatever, it's a different ball game. <laughs> it's a different ball game. I don't take much from him. One of the things that if you happen to be uh, anus and you daven at home, you can't get to minyan. How's your davening in minyan compared to how it is in shul? And then you'll know if your davening in shul is really the same shemayim. Because people, because when you're davening at home, you're davening with the same kavana that you're davening oh, in shul. I, I thought you were going to say something else. He's such a nada chassid because because I can't tell till today if it's a yetzer hara. Or Yetzir Tov that I have to daven b'yechidus. Tami manion bidu ka'afuch. B'chol ofim. Yeshua, you know what I mean with that? That last thing, like... Yeah. I can't... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, come on, Vinitza. From every angle, Of course. From every angle. Of course. Whether it's laziness, let's get down with this, or finally I'm not around. Learning, I learning. I'm always triggered. If I have there's a cold Torah, that's a natural, you know. <clears throat> learning, I'm always triggered by that, and I, I don't think that that's the, like with with, with davening. It's mamash different. It's like learning is being. And it's, it's so interesting that you don't have to learn with. There's no chiyuv to learn with someone. Also, if you daven, yeah, by, it's interesting. Davening, you have a, there's a chiyuv to daven with people. Because it's harder, but that's probably why there's a chiyuv. I feel yeah. like if you daven by yourself here and there, and it's going to be like a very special experience, and then it's, then that question comes in. But like, really, if you were davening by yourself every day, I don't think would it be, be right. Right. right? Probably not. You're right. You're right. And then we were certain. We were certain that there's no way in the world we're ever going to treat shul the same when we come back, right? Let's finish this paragraph. A person can come to the, to the realization after taking a glance at his whole life, how much was mamish l'shem shamayim, and come out with like a pocket of change of, of worth of, of, of l'shem shamayim stuff he did in his life. Okay, so when he was learning, the, the learning grabbed his mind to really think about what he's learning. That means when it comes to davening, where in the world were you? And where in the world was your davening? Like the famous story of Rabbi Levi, it's like Bredichever. How many davenings did you go through that you had no idea what you were even saying? Kind of like when people, we said this once, when people are, are saying Kriyat Shema and at a certain point, they're like, they, they don't know if they're in the first parsha or the end of the second parsha. 
when there's certain words that show up in two different brachas, you can't remember, wait a second, am I on the third bracha or the eighth bracha, right? I'm not even talking about people that don't understand Hebrew. I'm, I'm talking about Tavka, those that don't understand Hebrew. With what face is he going to come before the king? And he sees, I stood before you, Hashem. I spoke to you with the, with, in present tense. I used the word ata. But in my mind, the distance between what my mouth was uttering, talking to God in first present, right? To where my mind was, oh my God, what a distance. He's speaking about a person that's reaching this place where he's, he's looking at the whole thing. At the whole thing, you know, real deep cheshbon and nefesh stuff. It should, it should be done like this, not when you're 119. Every year, every month. Mamash. I'm nervous to say more than that, but, but obviously the real tzaddikim are doing, the Rebbe Rebzusha did this every single night. This level of cheshbon and nefesh. It's important. <clears throat> what is that part? Of the You're it's there. I'm talking about Lamaisa, but I, you know. What did I do with my life? Mikol ta'anugav with all the pleasures I had, all those things that brought me simcha, nothing of that is left for me now. Besides being disgusted by it. And then there's a person that his way of life is presented before his eyes. Then the person could also be shown imagery of themselves, completely infatuated and encompassed by a lust that drove them crazy. And now, at the end of their life, they're realizing while you were completely going nuts with a certain taiva, Hashem was looking right above you the whole time. But while you're in it, you can't get out of it. That's what they've shown. That's one of the things you're shown. So a person eventually realizes, he says, So a person wants to curse the day he was born. Such bitterness taking place in his life. If we continue, we're never going to come back to this year. So I'm stopping here. And I want to recommend a movie, actually. Sounds weird, but it's actually it's a clean movie. And it has a lot to do with this stuff. My wife doesn't like it. Because she doesn't like how it's a certain concept is portrayed. But I think it's very interesting. It's called Defending Your Life. Have any of you seen it? Without... Albert Brooks and Meryl Strip. Do you know? Do you, do you know? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to say anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I Defending your life. I, wa- I, I watch it every L. 
I can't believe I'm saying this, but I, but I, I do. And but, but no, no, because I'm looking at this, and I'm realizing like, why am I saying it? You'll understand. You'll understand. This is the homework that everyone wants to do after a shear in Torah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We will continue with Hashem this next week, and Beis Hashem will continue learning Friday morning.